Hey there, Chan boys and Chan girls. Uh, this is Jordan with the pre-episode synopsis. This week's episode, we watched uh, New Fist of Fury, which is Jackie's first um, starring role. Uh, and uh, the movie that truly made Jackie what he is. Uh, so we got, it's a very important episode, and uh, I think you, you're all going to enjoy it. So uh, like us on uh, Twitter and follow us on um, all the things, and uh, enjoy. <laughs> You're listening to Chan Splaining the Jack Chan Podcast. Today we're talking New Fist of Fury. And it'll be really cool, maybe. Hey, everyone. That was the Beach Boys with Be True to Your School. I'm one third of your co-hosting, co-hosting triage. Co-hosting. We're triaging Jackie Chan. We're triaging him. It's me. It's me. It's Maddie C. Hey. Here, here with second greatest of all time behind Michael Jordan. The Esco. Behind, I guess also behind Oscar Robertson, Magic Johnson, Will Chamberlain. This is it. Somewhere down the list. It's Jordan. <laughs> hey, that's me. And then the third wheel of the Jackie Tri- <laughs> the Dragon <Dracula laughs> Horse or Jackie Tricycle. Um, a pair of... Yeezy boosts that are eighty nine ninety nine from www.aliexpress.com. <laughs> Sorry, Chang. <laughs> so, am I supposed to understand what any of that nonsense means? Uh, Jordan, let's be. I think let's let's workshop this a little bit. Jordan should have been Jew fist of fury. Oh, the Jew, the Jew fist of fury. I like. I it. like that. Yeah. That's good, actually. Let's do that. Let's start again. Okay. Okay. Put the song up. <laughs> uh, you thought I was gonna do it. I'm not. No. Um, I. I. The Jufist of Fury is a good one. I like it. I like. I got very close to buying Yeezys once, and then I realized it's a very dumb thing to do. That's <laughs> insane. And this so was like two years ago. Has the market crashed? Has the no the Yeezy no market... way? Really? Sneakerheads? They don't care about anything. Hey, Republicans gotta buy shoes too, guys. <laughs> As Michael Jordan said. Man, we watched um, New Fist of Fury <laughs> this week, which is a uh, it's a throwback to our early chance planning days of just kung fu battling, kick yeah. punch, kick punch. It's a very uh, provocative movie. It's very. It reminds me a lot of It Man. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, it's like I feel like it follows a similar formula and a similar like time period and. Like, yeah, I mean, with the uh, with the overarching cultural stuff, yeah. But yeah. Ip Man was already good at being an Ip Man. Yeah. yeah. No, of course. But the Ip yeah. Man heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like Ip Man and like a and like the very Snake and Eagle Eagle Shadow kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, flash cut together. He's got to refuse the call. Yeah, 
one of the things that's interesting about the movie we watched with the link I provided, um, that's the 19, it said it was the 1976 original version, but this is the 1980 recut Okay. Uh, of that, which oh. took, takes 30 minutes away from the So the one version. we watched was the recut. Yes. The, so like the... most of these, the subtitle is not free. Like, okay. we would have to pay for that, and I would not pay for this movie, I don't think. Interesting. <laughs> So there's uh, 30 minutes of uncut footage, and even the plot is a little bit different with, like, those nunchaku. Nunchaku! Yeah, they kind of, they, they bring them out, and then they, bring like, Bring them just... out, bring them out. Exactly. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. But they bring we them like out. We like T.I. now. Do we? Yeah, he's good. He did the, rev- the counter to Kanye West on his weird Kanye West versus United States of America, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Is T.I. the one who's a flat earther? Or is that B.O.B.? I think that's B.O.B. I get, I get all, I get all the, the abbreviated letter. I think it's Galileo. <laughs> uh, yeah. I get, I get Galileo, B.O.B., and T.I. confused all the time. Can we workshop our sketch today that's about Galileo going on um, The Breakfast Club talking about being a flat earther? <laughs> Can we talk yeah, about let's, that? Let's oh, do let's, that. Let's talk about it. We've talked right, about so, it a lot off air. So, all right, so should... beat one, we have to address Galileo in a fun. All right, let's keep going with this. Um, <laughs> did anybody see any movies this week? Any sweet picks or any sweet TV things? I have big TV news I want to talk about. Uh, oh, what did I see? I saw Tully. Tully? Oh, is that the one? Is that a Dakota... Or no. is that, what's her name? Um, is that the one with all the ducks? No. Da Vinci. Da I'm just going to make you guess. What's her name? No, it's, it's the new uh, Jason Reitman movie uh, written by Diablo Cody. Diablo. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Um, I heard that's pretty good. It's good. It's interesting. I'd be curious to hear someone's thoughts on it who is, um, I guess, a mother. Because well, well, it's like a very like it deals with like postpartum stuff. Oh man! Um, and I don't know if it's particularly sensitive to it or not. But does Diablo Cody have a tiny baby? <laughs> no, a Diablo do, baby. Then how do does you, she know? It, uh, I don't know if Diablo Cody has a baby. I don't. Maybe. I don't, but, I don't think um, you need to have a tiny baby to experience postpartum depression. But you have to have, like, a normal baby. You have baby. to have had a baby. Well, you have to have, yeah, like, oh, you a said it's, baby. Oh, I thought you meant, like, a tiny baby, like a preemie. Oh, no, no, no. No, so... I meant, like, a baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, said, you specifically said tiny baby. It's because they talk like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the performances were super good in that movie. I think Charlie Theron is, like, just un- undefeated in her, in her shit. Um, I like her. I but, didn't love Young Adult, which she I think that's all, also it's like along the similar vein as that movie. I think it's made by the same. It's um, it's also Diablo Cody and uh, okay. I thought direct, she was okay in it. Uh, yeah, she's super good in this. Basically, she like is this super busy uh, mom who has to deal with uh, two other kids, and she has a third. Mm-hmm. So then she hires a like night nanny, basically to okay. take care of the baby. Uh, and that allows her to like be get, be a normal person again. But then, hijinks happen. How do you feel when someone else is watching your baby? Sort of. I didn't see that movie. 
that's what I would, that's my it, like uninteresting take on what well i guess like be. most of the most of the people who are listening to this probably won't care about spoilers to to tali but if you do skip forward 30 seconds <laughs> it, okay sonny i know that you've you saw this movie jordan and i didn't are you sure that you're not mispronouncing sully because <laughs> yeah. oh. i think that you're confused yeah I think that movie's a lot about maybe part, charlene there charlene's theron is a pilot and she the plane the plane <laughs> is her baby and that's the postpartum i think so this this movie is actually like super fight clubby where you realize at the end well you don't realize but it's just revealed that the um the night nanny tully is her is her yeah well it's like uh uh what postpartum like psych- psychosis so she it's like, like a break yeah so Whoa. it's like her as a as a teenager so it's like her when she didn't have any of these responsibilities wow that's really cool yeah that's it's awesome. interesting is that swarswari ronan no it's mackenzie davis who's also great she's in oh um, from uh halt and catch fire yeah 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 i love she's her. really good she's uh she should Shit. be a huge star Mm-hmm. She was great so in too. Blade Runner 2. I hope she has mm-hmm. a big part in Blade Runner 3 when that comes out in 40 years. <laughs> 30, 49? Now, yeah. Now I'm kind of sad that you told us because that's a pretty cool spoiler. That's a cool twist. But I, I love mean, spoilers, I, yeah. so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, I, I know that people don't like spoilers, but I, I most of the time am trying to guess what a movie's thing is anyway. And if yeah. I know what it is going in, I can appreciate I just kind of go to, all right, let's look at the craft of this instead yeah. of being No, that's like, fair. So you I, I already have ahead. a hard time. Yeah, I have a hard time watching movies in just, like, I only kind of see the actors or the directors and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't usually see people as characters unless it's exceptional. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm heartbroken because Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Last Man on Earth, canceled. Mm-hmm. Well, However, NBC Empire? picked up yes. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But I'm not a bk 99 I'm a big Last Man. Oh, you're a I Last Man. Okay. It is the silliest show on TV. It is so good. It is... I think that it's a show that primarily exists to get away with doing the raunchiest, dirtiest things on Fox without actually crossing any lines that the censors can get mad at. Oh, really? <laughs> I haven't watched since season one, so now I have no yeah. idea what the show's about. There's a... I- there, there's, like, a great scene. I think there's two exemplary scenes that show why the, that show is... There's three that's the best show of all time. Maybe not of all time. <laughs> Um, Tandy needs to, um, I think it's, he's, he can't have sex with, uh, what, Carol Pilblasian, with his wife, for whatever reason. And he This is Will to, Forte and Kristen Shaw? Will Forte and Kristen Shaw. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he goes by Tandy from season two on. He's okay. Phil in the first season, but then another Phil comes, and his middle name is Tandy. So they call him Tandy for the rest of the show. Okay. <laughs> Which is really weird in itself. But so Tandy can't. Um, he wants. He has to like masturbate or something. Maybe trying to get and artificially inseminate someone. I can't remember. But Carol will not allow him to do it to any of the multitudes of porn magazines he has because it's exploitative to women. Okay. So he can only masturbate to like positive female, um, like female role models. So mm. she paints him a terrible picture of like Margaret Thatcher <laughs> and of like Condoleezza Rice. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and you and there's a scene that's maybe two minutes of him 
marathoning trying to jack off to them oh and you just God. see it's cutting it's cut between him doing that like screaming out in pain and like throwing tissues all over the place like technically nothing is shown that's not okay the connotation is disgusting yeah but um that's a great scene there's another great scene where tandy and todd like his other um the other man that's part of the group are showering in an uh op- like an off they find an office building and uh-huh. to shower they set off the fire alarm fire things yeah and they have big cubicle walls in front of them and for whatever reason while they're talking to each other they just are clearly just washing their dicks with soap <laughs> like they're having a very serious conversation about the state of things but they're washing their dicks in butts with soap you can see where their hands are going and then there's a scene where Tandy is bribing a small child they find by giving him cigarettes underneath the table because the kid has a serious smoking problem. It's okay. a great show. Okay. It's a great show. We might want to cut all of that because it um, might have been unlistenable, but that's my pitch for why Last Man on Earth is better than anything ever, than this podcast. So I mean, do, you think, do you think they should uh, sponsor our podcast then with the money that they're not paying for Last Man yes. on Earth? Fox should make us a TV show. Fuck! What? What even is Fox's comedy lineup now? Family Guy, Simpsons. Uh oh! Uh, Last Man Standing. Oh yeah, that's right. They they decided they picked to, him up. They brought it back. Uh, we it's... we can only have one Last Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't they have from Ve- like Vegas, LA to Vegas or something? I don't even. I don't know what that is. What is the shape? What is the state of television now? I don't even understand. I think we're we're coming down from the peak. Maybe I see that. I love the Good Place, but yeah, I don't really. Sure. I don't really watch many like every week shows. It's just nothing really draws me in enough. I like the first season of Last Man on Earth, but like it didn't get me to like keep on coming back. Yeah, Do I love it. Just. It's the only thing that was on TV like it. Now, rest in peace. Yeah. I don't know. Um, should we talk about this movie now? Yeah, let's get into. Wait, do you well, want to do ch- chant? Is there a chant fiction? Yeah. Well, well, we have to. Yeah, I was gonna do chant fiction leading into the movie. Okay. So okay. the whole thing with this movie, um, and what we probably will end up discussing a lot on this, or I would like to discuss a lot on this, is this movie only exists because of. Bruce exploitation, <laughs> yeah, which is a which is a real term. Oh, really? Wait, really? Yeah, it's got a Wikipedia entry and everything that I have up. Look at it. Wait, that's a white screen. Oh, you can't see it. You can't see it. Look at it. Nope, still blank screen. <laughs> I'm now learning. Wait, am I in a dream where I can't show my? screen to another screen oh man just, get bright. get charlie brooker on the phone because this is look at it nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the... oh there we go Wait. do you see that yeah exploitation yeah Bruce-ploitation. it looks like it's in russian because it's backwards but so bruce exploitation is a portmanteau of bruce lee and exploitation refers to the practice and the part of filmmakers in mainland china hong kong and taiwan of hiring bruce lee look-alike actors lee alikes to Jesus. star in many imitation martial arts films in order to cash in on Lee's success after his death. Bruce Bloitation is an exploitation film genre mostly seen in the 1970s after his death in 73. Oh, that's so weird because I was actually going to say 
that I looked on IMDb for this movie and it had Bruce Lee listed as one of the cast people. And I was like, I don't remember Bruce Lee being in this movie. He's credited on IMDb. Yeah, he's like no, a cameo. No, he's dead. I know. He's like, dead. I, I thought they were trying to say that the one guy who gets beat up, like, who has a very, like, Bruce Lee demeanor, who's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight against you. Um, yeah. I thought that could have possibly been Bruce Lee, and I was just very confused and watching in bad, uh, um, uh, in bad uh, definition, um, yeah. like bad picture quality. But IMDb says that Bruce Lee is in this movie. Um, well, the reason for that is uh, in a tactic similar to deceptive marketing, some of these films were advertised as genuine Bruce Lee movies when in oh, fact God. they were not. It was successful in the mid-70s when many of Bruce Lee's earlier films, such as Fist of Fury and Big Boss, were being released in Chinese theaters in America after Bruce's death, often with alternate and confusing names. They then go on to name... Um... Okay, I'm, just... <laughs> I'm reading the names of the movies now. <laughs> oh my god. Let's do it, Sonny. You do it. You're, you're on. Okay. Uh, so, Bruce Lee's most famous movies were probably Enter the Dragon and Game of Death, right? Yeah. So some yeah. of the Bruceploitation movie titles were Re-Enter the Dragon, Enter <laughs> Enter Three Dragons, Enter Another Dragon, <laughs> and Enter the Game of Death. Those also sound like porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could all be porn. Enter Another Dragon. Yeah, and then they they name all of the actors. There's a huge list of actors that Bruce Lee spelled L I, Bronson Lee, Bruce Lai, Bruce Lay, Bruce Lai, Bruce Lang, Sarah Lee, Bruce L Y, Bruce Ty, Bruce K L Lee, Brute Lee, Myron Bruce Lee, Lee Bruce, Dragon Lee, Dragon Lee, a character in Naruto, if I don't if I remember correctly, maybe not. Rock Lee, and then Jackie Chan. Um, no, so. Who do you remember the character in this movie Chen Zen? No. I don't know anyone's name. I don't names. know anyone's name. <laughs> they didn't well, say any names. They're they're on the cast on IMDb it has Bruce Lee listed for this movie as Chen Zen. He so was I, probably cuz he was the in, guy uh, in green first one. Oh. He's not uh, in this movie. He's so, 100% not in this do movie. Do you think this was a thing just for Hong Kong audiences or was it also for American I think it was for everybody to try and trick them. Yeah. Because we couldn't IMDb things. You just... It's like they did it with Jackie Chan movies where they would bill things as Jackie Chan when he was barely in it or he would mm. stunt coordinate. Yeah. That happened a lot. Um, but... But... Yeah, I think... The, so this is definitely like more of a marketing thing than a... In, in this case, probably than like a racism thing in that you can only have one famous Asian person. I, I don't think I honestly don't think it's racist at yeah. all. It's just them. It's we have one guy in China that has worldwide right. appeal, yeah. and like, everyone loved my my dad's three heroes were Muhammad Ali, Prince, and Bruce Lee. Like there's yeah. Bruce Lee shit all over uh, my grandpa's house when I go visit him, mm. and like my dad was I guess the pinnacle of the like a 15 year old kid in New York City who would go to these Chinese movies to watch Bruce Lee films. That's awesome. I guess. I guess he'd, um, well, not, he'd, be, he'd be like 22. He'd be a, a young man. But and, and then he, this like trend sort of ended when Jackie hit it big. Yeah. 
Um, we can talk about it actually. The Jackie, Spe I'm. We're gonna jump uh, back into Chan fiction, but we're gonna go ahead a couple years uh, because Jackie spends a lot of time explaining kind of the mythology of Bruce Lee and what they were trying to do from a first-hand perspective uh, as uh -huh. a Bruce exploitation film. This is probably the best Chan fiction we're ever going to get because it lines <laughs> really? up perfectly with what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be reading a lot because it's, it's actually very interesting. It's, and I'm not going edit to editorialize that much. Okay. So we're going to jump to 1971. Jackie is um, kind of a struggling stuntman at this point. Um, he's been out of school for three or four years. He's just sort of smoking cigarettes and banging, banging women on the side, mm -hmm. on the sly. And he goes to the movies with Samo because something big had arrived. That October, the stunt community buzzed with news about a new guy that Chow had hired for the biggest money anyone had ever heard of, despite the fact he'd never starred in a movie here or in the West. He was a U.S.-born Chinese, that's a weird way to put that, <laughs> whose supporting role in a popular American TV series had made him a cult figure, both there and in Hong Kong. The word was that he talked big. The word was also that he could back up everything he said. His name was Bruce Lee. Lee Su Lung, or Little Dragon Lee in Cantonese. In a few years he lived in the few years he lived, he had Hong Kong's film industry like an earthquake. Just a few months before being signed to Golden Harvest, the studio released his first movie, a movie called The Big Boss. The film showed a different kind of hero and a harder, faster, and more exciting kind of martial arts fighting, as quick and lethal as a cobra strike. Unlike the stiff, stilted combat of the Swordsman movies that had made the Shaw Brothers rich, and that's sort of like um the Shaw Brothers movies are more, they're, they're older, uh, from what I know. They are, like, a lot more of the universe of, like, Crouching Tiger, uh -huh. mm. where it's more dynasties. And these movies that we all see feel kind of, like, either very early 1900s or late 1800s, mm -hmm. I would say, um, where the era of sword fighting is over and now there's other shit. Um, what made him, what made Lee's character interesting was that he wasn't a stoic noble soul living his life in search of honorable revenge he was a street brawler a juvenile delinquent sent away from home because of his love of fighting in short he was a real guy so bruce lee hits the scene and he's like anything that anyone can fucking talk about because he's getting paid 10 times more than anyone else has gotten paid for these movies yeah yeah and He's he like again. He was the Green Hornet, right? That was him. He was yeah. um, Kato. Was it Kato? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So he's a big U.S. star first. He's in San Francisco, right? That's where he lived. Uh, I know. I, he, I don't know where he was born. I think he. So he was raised in. He was actually raised in Hong Kong. Yeah, he was born in San Francisco in the Chinatown there, and then he went, yeah. went to Hong Kong to be raised, and then went back to the U.S to uh go to college in seattle yeah oh um so what ends up happening with jackie jackie is uh like a total pissant stunt man at this point but samo because mm -hmm. samo was left school a couple years earlier as we talked about because he got too fat ended up getting stunt work at a better time than than um jackie did so samo was actually a stunt coordinator in his mid-20s okay like he was killing it and Samo knew the people that were making Fist of Fury 1. And he calls up Jackie and says, yo, my man, you want to be in Fist of Fury? You can just do a stunt. Like, yeah. be part of it. Jackie goes, fuck yeah, I need money. I'm not doing really anything right now. I'm At this point, he's pretty much broke. 
and thinking about going back to Australia where his family are living. Or going to Australia, not back to Australia. So he goes, he meets Bruce Lee. He ends up taking on, as Jackie does, the most dangerous stunt in the movie, which like impresses the shit out of Bruce Lee. Um, but that's the end of he and Bruce's relationship. But he does talk about Bruce Lee in the book um, and his influence and why he thinks people like cared so much about him and why they wanted Bruce Ploitation to exist so, more, mm. so much. So people always ask me about Bruce Lee. And why not? He was the biggest star Hong Kong cinema ever had, an icon when he was alive, and a legend after he died. He brought the martial arts movies and attention to the world, and without him, I don't think anyone would have ever heard of Jackie Chan. Which is probably true. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, I learned a lot from watching him both in Fist of Fury and later in Enter the Dragon. People said enough about him to fill a thousand very thick books. (laughs) Weird way of put that again. And it still doesn't do his justice. He had enormous charisma, a physical presence you couldn't ignore. If he was in a room with you, it was impossible to ignore him and difficult to pay attention to anyone else. He was an amazing martial artist, every bit as good as people have said. I don't think I could have... Oh, no, I lost my place. Beaten him in a fight. That's interesting Mm. that he could say that straight up. But you guys heard the rumor about how Bruce Lee was challenged by a Yakuza boss. Yeah. Yeah. And and he beat beat him up? Yeah. That's awesome. I hope that's true. Um, he says, "Do you think I, it would be fake?" Uh, there's, the, it's like I don't know. It's like when you when the what is it when the legend is better than the truth. Print the legend. Yeah, it's one okay. of those things. Um, I don't think I could have beaten him in a fight, and I wouldn't have been dumb enough to try. Believe it or not, Samo did. One day he ran into Bruce in the hallway at Golden Harvest Pictures, and they got to talking kung fu, and right then and there, they had a little match. What? Samo <laughs> says it was even, but there was no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Rocky and Apollo's third fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So he just continues to talk about how Bruce Lee was the best for a long time. So let's get, I'm going to jump ahead again um, to 1976. So Jackie is told, he's, he's being like given a comeback attempt pretty much. Because every, now that Bruce Lee's dead, everyone who's anyone that, lo- that knows what they're doing, they're saying, we're going to give you a chance to be the new Bruce Lee. We're going to bill right. you as Bruce, like a Bruce yeah. Lee guy. Yeah. And it, we're going to pay you It destabilized the power structures of Yeah, we're going to pay you $400 <laughs> to do it, pretty much. But that's more yeah. money than he was making in Australia, and it was enough money to bring him back home, and it would give him another chance at film. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the guy that directed this movie is named Lo Wei, um, and he was a not nice man. Oh, <laughs> He, I think he is a good director, because in watching New Fist of Fury, he does good things with the camera, mm-hmm. I can yeah. tell. Even though the movie's not great, it was pretty competently made, I thought. And Fist of Fury 1 is great. Yeah. Um, so, this is a, a pretty crazy thing. Oh, jeez. So, first he talks about how uh, he's going to pay Jackie only $400, and how... Pretty much, we're going to go off of potential here. I'm going to underpay you, so if this goes well, you'll make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Pay, pay you an exposure. We'll pay you... Exactly. We're going to yeah. pay you an exposure like podcasts. We pay yeah. our guests. We paid Molly $1,000 for that last episode. <laughs> 
Um, we paid Dan ten thousand dollars though, because he's a man, and that's how it works. <laughs> um, oh boy. So this is a scene of which they uh, they pretty much are primping. Loway is looking at Jackie like cattle and primping him for how to be a big star. He drops his body into a chair in motion for me to stand up. Okay, Jackie, take off your shirt. I looked at him in confusion. What? Don't be stupid, boy, he barked. When I tell you to do something, just do it. You think people are looking at your face in these movies? Um, so he lifts his shirt, and <laughs> I peeled off my t-shirt, and after a thought, flexed my muscles. Low nodded. Not bad. It ain't Bruce Lee, but you work with what you got. Besides, when I started with the Bruce, he was nothing. Skitty as a stick. But after my special training program... Ellipses. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then he says, um, okay, body checks out. Give me a smile, boy. Uh, Will, he, okay, so Jackie has a manager named Willie Chan, who I don't know if we've talked about before. No. I think maybe briefly. It's, it's sort of a thing that's in later. Jackie got, has a dude, Willie Chan, who was part of the early studio system, who would help a lot of the stuntmen and was kind of Jackie's big daddy. Okay. In a lot of ways. He was his agent. He was his okay. Adam Sandler. Yeah, in, yeah, he was his big daddy. He was, uh, and Jackie was that little boy that yeah. can do that thing with spit. Give me a smile, boy. Willie, we gotta fix his teeth. Write that down. Willie was cleaning his glasses and nodded. While we're at it, we should do something about your eyes. The audience <laughs> likes big eyes. There's an operation that'll take care of that. Willie, write what? that down, too. <laughs> and then he, yeah. then he actually did it, though, right? He did. He gets it done. Because he looks different. He looks a little he different does in look this different. movie. Yeah. He, he looks, honestly, after this movie, he looks, to be fair, a lot more, I guess, westernly handsome, I guess, yeah, in yeah. a way. They made him up to look less like how he normally would. Mm-hmm. So they did they did a surgery after this movie on his eyes? That's when he yeah. got the eye surgery? I think it's probably after or maybe during. Oh, uh, they probably filmed this movie in like a week and he still had like surgical scars. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, now here's an interesting part. Um, okay, so they're talking about his name, and they said, "What?" They say, "What's your name?" And he says, "My name's Jackie." He was he came up with the name Jackie for himself in Australia. We'll figure that out another day. He says, "No, Dolt, your Chinese name. It's <laughs> Kong Sang, I guess. Like as we said, as we mm-hmm. have learned before, Kong Sang. What's that name for a star? Willie." Willie turned and turned his attention to his boss. He's been using the name Yoon uh, Long. And Lo repeated to himself under his breath, Yoon Long, Yoon Long. Well, it ain't that bad, but it doesn't quite do it for me. A stage name has to have a punch. It's got to say that you're the top of the pops, a hero. <laughs> How about Yun Long? It sounds like Yoon Long, but it's very pretty. Cloud Dragon. The boss waved his hand impatiently. Pretty ain't what we're looking for here. This is how I see him as, like, a pit boss. Besides, a dragon in the clouds can't be seen, right? Doesn't exactly shout success for a movie star. How about Zilung? I said, Zilung means child of the dragon. Forget it! You're a hero, not a kid, kid. We don't want people to think you'll grow up to be a dragon. We want people to say, hey, this guy's a dragon right now. <laughs> Finally, Willie chimed in, what about Singlung? Singlung means already a dragon. Lo snorted and tried to come up with a reason to dismiss that suggestion as well. After a few minutes, however, he conceded that Singlung was as good as we were probably going to get. So, they're pretty much just going to name him the dragon. Like, that's just what it means. Mm-hmm. He's already so, a dragon. That's yeah, a he's already thing. a dragon. <laughs> that's a weird uh, 
weird thing to choose. Yeah. Um, we can stop there, because the rest of it is just how terrible... Jackie goes on to describe how he's a terrible Bruce Lee clone, which yeah. we know from watching this movie. Yep. Yeah. And how the only really good parts come from him being funny in it. So I guess we can talk about New Fist of Fury now. Do mm. we... Um... Do we know how long he went by that name? Or did he never go by that name? He went by, um... Yoon Long. He, he, he... I think it's just a, this movie, and then he went by Yoon Long. Because in a lot of... In All in the Family, he's billed as Yoon Long. Okay. And then when he does, um... New... Maybe Drunken Master, or Snake and Eagle Shadow, or the one after that, like, Battle Monks... He's Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is a better name, even yeah. though he apparently doesn't go by Jackie Chan in other country in some other countries. He goes by Yoon Long still. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what I read online. Do you think anyone else does that? Like, do you think The Rock goes by The Rock in a different language in other <laughs> countries? Oh, I don't know. Like in in like. Uh... Saudi Arabia, they still do. They still call him Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Probably. Or do they call him? Do they still call? They probably him just the call Rock him the Rock. Johnson. Yeah. Do, would they call him the Rock? Maybe. No. What, what business does he have in Saudi Arabia? The WWE was just WWE? there. Yeah. But he's not in there anymore. But he. Not, but not really. They have fans apparently who watch wrestling. Yeah. They, they do. I didn't watch that. I boycotted. Yeah, I heard it was bad. It was a mess, but they wouldn't let um, Sami Zayn go because he support he's Syrian, so they wouldn't let him enter the country, uh, and they wouldn't let any of the women perform. Yeah. So I said, I love me some shitty wrestling, but I can't like give my eyes to a product that is like this <laughs> pretty much saying women you can't do it. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, they wouldn't let him like Saudi Arabia wouldn't let him or. They the wouldn't WWE clear his passport. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he's um, he's Canadian, but he's uh, he's Syrian Canadian, and he does a lot of things for within the Syrian civil war to try and like aid people. He mm-hmm. has his own, um, like, how do you put it, like ambulance company. Oh wow! That helps um, refugees and people that are hurt in bombings, and they don't want that in their country in Saudi Arabia. So yeah. he was denied at the border. So I didn't watch. I said no, no. All right, New Fist of Fury. Oh, should I read what Jackie has to say about the movie before we get into it? Yeah. Like his little blurb. Yeah. All right. Let, let's get into it. It it uh 1976, New Fist of Fury, my first film with Lo Wei was a sequel to the original Fist of Fury, which was called The Chinese Connection, which was when released in the United States. I played the brother of Chen Zhen, Bruce's character from the original Fist. Unlike Chen Zhen, my character doesn't enjoy fighting and has no interest in martial arts, until a Japanese school begins to terrorize the local Chinese Kung Fu school. Then I go into training mode so I can defeat the Japanese. I felt very uncomfortable stepping into Bruce Lee's fighting shoes, but it was nice working with Nora Mao, one of the biggest martial arts actresses at the time. I assume that's the... Do you think she's the Japanese, uh, like, daughter? Or do you think she's the one that's, like, his ally? Uh, I feel like she's got to be the daughter because 
that one pretty much like she was the showcase martial artist yeah. and I don't think the the ally did much fighting no she only has a little bit I think that just synop- did the synopsis for you Jordan <laughs> yeah oh yeah I guess so yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't want to hear me butcher a synopsis for another movie <laughs> okay do it again this one's <laughs> not I, I do want to hear it no I do want to hear it do it do it um so oh my god why are these so hard they're not! Uh, every, I just read one to you! No, they're all they're always difficult. Um so uh a young man living in uh Japanese controlled Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Are they uh Japanese controlled Taiwan uh is uh, now I'm just gonna steal from that review that you said. Uh is that's uh, fine. I want you to do, even do that. I want okay. you to show that you could do that. Uh, a, a young man living in Japanese-controlled Taiwan is terrorized by a local uh, uh, kung fu school. Um, as as ten, as tensions rise in the kung fu community, uh, the young man is forced to. To learn kung fu, two. Um, he does. <laughs> Mission yeah, yeah, accomplished. I guess, I guess like through through sheer willpower and uh, and exemplifying the principles of the Ching. What is it? The Ching Hua School. I, uh, I thought it was Jin Ru. I don't know. I, it honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't want. I know we're. I'm not really sure what their principles are. They're, they, they said it. I don't remember what they are, but they, yeah, they it, said what their principles were. The, we can go ahead and say the plot of this movie is largely irrelevant. I yeah. would say it's uh it's very similar. It's very similar to the other movies we watch, where it's rival kung fu schools are right. beefing. This time it has a nationalistic backdrop because yeah. Japan has invaded and i kind of found it compelling the sort of struggle between that because it's yeah. not just mean me- mean men it's uh, imperialism and i there's don't no, yeah i don't no think they went fits. into that as much as i would have liked them to no also I, maybe that's the 30 minutes on the cutting room floor that we missed maybe a lot a lot of like hateful talking about, about the japanese, japanese and stuff yeah i mean a that's of, the a lot of the term japs thrown around <laughs> but uh, but in english so i don't know what but the... in english <laughs> <laughs> they, pr- they probably said something worse in in, in the the original version yeah probably isn't that so. what isn't that what um a lot of these movies are they're like like kind of like angry about the past and they're like wasn't uh, Jackie Chan's father like really like racist towards Japanese people and stuff like that? Well, yeah, because he was yeah. in one of their like uh, prisoner of war prisoner, camps. Yeah. And he saw I, his I'd say justifiably <laughs> so. Yeah, he was picked up as um as like a pirate, pretty much, and yeah, then they yeah. put him in that POW camp and mm-hmm. they almost killed him. Yeah, and they would like torture him. Do pretty you, rough do stuff. You, do you think this movie coming out when it did? Do you think the actors who played Japanese people? Were Japanese or were they just all Chinese? I think they were playing probably all Chinese. Probably all Chinese. Okay, so they were just playing the big bad Japanese. I had that thought villains. too, Jordan. Um, I do think they were just playing Japanese people. Um, 
there's probably also because of China and being communist, there probably are certain restrictions about who can and can't be in movies if they're foreigners. Yeah. Oh, that there still sense. is that. That still exists. Really? Yeah. There, my so, um, a, uh, a person that I know through my friends is a director in China now, and they can only can only do projects that are state sponsored. So there's wow. a, even today where China is is pretty cool. I have no beef with them. They gave they give us good shit. They they destroy our they destroy the economy and stuff like that, but it's fine. They piss um, off Donald Trump. They piss off DT, which is cool. I dig it. Uh, you can't do anything that seems that would make China look bad. You have to do things that make Chinese people a lot of the time look virtuous. Mm-hmm. You can only have so many foreign actors. Um, it's but then again, the BBC does the same thing. Yeah. What do you With mean? The, the BBC, you get a you get a huge tax break if your entire crew and actors are from the UK. Like it doesn't, if you bring in American actors, you're not going to get that government stipend. That's why all their shit is so insulated with uh, the same people. What, what about like Dr. Who, when you have like a guest star who's American, like, is that name one? Yeah. Name one, one. name one opportunity where there was a, an American American guest star. Yeah. Uh, John Hamm? No, that's Black Mirror. Yeah, it's Black Mirror, which is Canada. Oh, Black Mirror was Canada. Yeah, the BBC, the BBC is in show. Canada too, but the BBC is there. But Canada is less strict about it. Oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. Then, like a uh, a good example is in. Do you guys see Top of the Lake? No, I see the first season. Um, it's Elizabeth Moss plays a woman from New Zealand. Yeah. And um, they were going to cast a New Zealand actress, but she was so good. She was so they wanted her so bad that they scrapped getting the BBC money and they had to, like, cut their budget in half because mm. holy crap, because she was going to be in it. And That's I crazy. mean, we probably wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't for her. Yeah. And so it's smart. I and think that, it was a good call. That first season looks great, too. So I don't know where they would have cut from it. Yeah. In the in the second season, it's they have more New Zealand. I don't know. I didn't see the second season. It seemed um, it seemed too scary. Mm. I was too scared. Oh really? <laughs> no, it's just about it was about like human trafficking, and I had enough of it at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I'd been in, I'd been in that mode for a little bit with like true crime stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so we went over the plot. Well, what did you guys agree? I thought that the Japanese uh school were the only interesting characters in this movie i thought they were great the villains um, in this. yeah i thought they were i thought they were interesting like when you first meet them i don't understand who is trying to kill him like it they never clear that up like the first time you meet the head of the japanese school mm-hmm. he's like it's an, an attempted murder by like <laughs> three random like people and uh then he just goes and accuses a, a Chinese school of doing it. Mm-hmm. But they never clear up who... Were they actually the ones who tried to kill him? Were they not the ones that tried to kill him? He, like, he like went into the water, looked like he got, like, hit with some, uh, like, throwing knives. And he, like, pulled them out and, like, threw them up at the people in the rafters. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a real cool introduction. Yeah. <laughs> that dude also, as... As Low Way said, no one's looking at that guy's face. That yeah. guy was built like LeBron James. <laughs> it was nuts. 
Yeah, that was a cool that was a cool fight. And then I liked his daughter a lot. I thought his daughter was a really cool character. Yeah, his daughter was cool. Um, I like the the two like escaped um the ones who escaped the the nunchucks, the girl and her brother. Yeah. But I feel like they could have been fleshed out a, bit, a little bit more. I think a yeah. lot of the things with these like these Jackie Chan movies is that all of the focus is on Jackie in terms of like the good guys, so his mm. allies never get much screen time, and then the other half is just fleshing out the villains and stuff. That's yeah. true. And um, who who is that guy? We've oh, the chubby guy. guy but the chubby guy has been in uh, the other two. He was the the son of the um, he was the son of the the magistrate in um, uh, Snake and Eagle Shadow. Yeah, he and was. He, and mm. he was something else in um, Drunken in Master. He's Drunken one in Master. The, he was in the original Fist of Fury. Apparently, they kept the the, the cast of those guys almost identical. Mm. Okay. So was um, he a character? Was he the same character in in Fist of Fury One? Yes. Was the one was the sister in Fist of Fury One? Yeah. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. It does. Um. Yeah, I don't think the Japanese school is in Fist of Fury 1, but I'm not entirely sure. They said that this is was supposed to be built as a reboot, but it's actually a sequel. It was sort of a weird concept uh, of what they were doing here. They didn't really know how to make movies at the time. <laughs> they also never talk about them being brothers. Maybe just because he has the same uncle. Maybe it's yeah. the same uncle who plays it. So yeah. you're just like supposed to infer. It's just like, oh... I get it. I, yeah. That guy's another guy's uncle, and he's Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Bruce Lee. Um, I thought that... Well, should we talk a little bit about the, the J. Chan as, in, this, in his role? Like, how he does in this, how he does his first attempts at stardom? I mean, if, none of the acting in this movie is good. No. <laughs> but we're, we're also watching a dub, and... Sure. We're dealing with like really, really, really bad voice acting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's horrible. It it is possibly the worst dub I've ever seen. Oh, um, I don't agree. I think we've gotten some worse ones. What's a worse dub? Like uh, All in the Family. All in the Family. I think that City Hunter is a worse dub than this. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I I thought this one was particularly the accents were really, really bad. And with City Hunter, I could see some of the cool character stuff coming through. With this, it was a lot harder to see anything cool coming through it. Like, we still had that really cool, like, uh, like trickster character, like the card guy. And mm-hmm. he was very animated. The people were animated in the worst kind of ways in this movie. Yes, I agree with that. Like they're, they're, It's very rigid. Yeah. And all, if you, all you can go on is the dub, then you're going to have to deal with the horribleness of the dub. Yeah. If the dub wasn't so pronounced, we could really take away the coolness of some of the characters. I thought the, the, the Japanese school, I thought both of them, I don't know, the daughter was annoying. Like, oh, her, so? her, I don't know, that every, t- every strike that she made, she made like this very loud, it was like a very exaggerated Well, that's a very... Arts. Bruce Lee movie deal. Yeah. That's like a... Like, you know how Bruce would throw punches and he would be screaming the whole time. Yeah, very like high Like, every pitched. kick he would do. 
I know that, but I'm just saying that it feels like <laughs> for the dub, they did it very... I don't know. They hired probably American actors to, like, do what they... Their impression of what a Bruce Lee movie would. Yeah. It felt exaggerated in the worst kind of ways. Yeah. I, I guess I agree with you. It, it didn't honestly bother... the That didn't bother me at all. It's because I thought that when there was action, I thought it was pretty solid, actually. Like... I liked um, I liked the camera moves during the fights because there were not lots of cuts, mm-hmm. and even though there were, it didn't have any of the stuff that makes Jackie Chan special, which is um, the, how do I the put funny, it? This way? The funny parts. There was fun when he punched people in the knees. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I loved the knee punching, and then kind of when he got beat up himself, it was funny. Mm-hmm. But um, what am I trying to say? He didn't use the environment at all in this movie. It was he used. They gave the, him real uh, weapons. Yeah, is the, is the <laughs> which problem. is wrong. Yeah, that's not that's, that's not how you do, Jackie. Jackie Chan is more dangerous with a a sleeve of red cups <laughs> than he is with n- nunchucks and that nunchucks. weird sword thing. Well, what? he had he he had some environment stuff. They like used he like jumped up and kicked that sign. That was like sure. only a lot of sign work in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot. Was that just to be like that was just to prove a point, right? Yeah, like, I, I think so. You're not yeah. welcome here. How... I have to beat at your school. Also, look how high I can jump. I can jump well, eleven I, feet. I think that the sign is probably like it's a very important thing because the whole movie rests on that idea that like all schools will have to be formed under my sign, under my right. name. It's true. So, like this, the sign and like. It's probably a big deal for them to like to be under someone else's name. So to break somebody's sign is probably like a high, like a the dishonor on on yeah, the yeah. pox on yeah. your house. Yeah, um, and the that, fact that but... the sign was from a Japanese school too. Yeah, I think was supposed to make it doubly uh, substantive because they come, they run up, they run up into the the China house and yeah. they say, well, "You're mine now," because I killed your master <laughs> by scaring him. I, I gave him, him too a, nervous. a heart attack. Him a heart attack. <laughs> um, that, this is okay. So th- that's that scene was one of the re- when I was watching this movie, um, and they, they are at the China drama. Uh-huh. And they're all watching it. Yeah. But the drama, yeah, I the guess. Dra- if they're in China, I guess you don't need to say the China <laughs> drama. Uh, I think that this movie is actually they take a lot of pay a lot of attention to detail in sets, yeah. and in mm-hmm. camera moves and lighting. Which, even if... I think I liked the plots of... Definitely the plot of Drunken Masters better than mm-hmm. this. And yeah. probably Snake and Eagle Shadow is better than this. Because Jackie's funny in it. They yeah. kind of learned how to use him. But this is the best looking of those three early movies we've watched, mm-hmm. I think. Well, I think this is the one that is most modern looking. And it's the earliest one. I think they also step up the degree of difficulty. They Because uh, they shoot a lot of the scenes in, at night. Which I don't think there are mm-hmm. that many um, of his other early movies do that. Just because of how, harder, how much harder it is to light. To light, yeah. I also think that the time period is different, though. This, this is taking place in in japanese controlled taiwan so yeah. mm-hmm. you're talking about the 1900s uh whereas both snake and eagle shadow and uh drunken master appear to be the late 1800s oh really have... i never thought it would be that early me either. i i i thought it was either like the 1910s 1920s maybe 
or may, maybe the late like 1890s but i that's kind of what my it felt very like peasant based it felt like very like uh like there were there were no there were never any guns there were there were anything. guns are you kidding not in Snake and Eagle Shadow. Oh, it's Snake and Eagle Shadow. In, I thought you meant in this or, movie. No, in this movie there are guns. I'm I'm talking about in the other one. Okay. It seems like it's a different time period. So I maybe it it sounds like it, or they made it look older. I don't know. Um, but what does that have to do with the? F oh no, I don't. I don't think it would have anything to do in that way with why they shot it. I think they just had more competent people making this movie. Because I think even though Low Way seems like an asshole he made some great movies beforehand and i think he is a competent director mm -hmm. and he uh -huh. had a good cast with him and probably this movie had money behind it yeah i would believe because he was the director of bruce lee right like of all the other transploitation transploitation <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> that's I, well, I can't wait for I, that to happen I, I think that's what this podcast is yeah, it's a chance it's gotta be. <laughs> uh, of all the Bruce Bloitation those were other directors trying to capitalize on Bruce Lee mm -hmm. this was Bruce Lee's guy trying to capitalize on Bruce Lee he knew how to do it best yeah and in a weird way his instincts of picking Jackie Chan were right because Jackie Chan, even though that he used him in the wrong system, he mm -hmm. clearly had something yeah. that made him a huge fucking star. Yeah, for sure. Um, but do you think somebody else in that shoes would have become the new Jackie Chan anyway? No. Or do you think there's something? Because no. this doesn't play to Jackie Chan's strength. And I don't, okay. I don't know if there are, like, if even comedic action was a genre in hong kong before jackie chan made it big it wasn't they said snake and eagle shadow and drunken master were two of the first ones yeah uh, specifically they, like jackie chan was shocked when they um hit it big with those yeah it was a big hmm. gamble and it worked let me make sure that those i want to see who those were directed by really quick sorry mm -hmm. uh, go i'm referencing i am jackie chan of course so don't <laughs> sue us when i read things verbatim i have to say this <laughs> i should be saying this every time we read on the podcast new fist of fury is 76 low way snake and eagle shadow where are you uh that's directed by you won't yun wu ping yeah so it's directed by different people it's like a completely different uh crew is behind that and drunken master so they have a different house style i guess and then okay they shot it as comedy in that way and they knew how to get jackie in the wide comedy lives in the wide jordan mm -hmm. i don't know i don't even know what that means it means wide shots are good for comedy uh, uh, probably no, it's true. It's like a it's like a real thing. Comedy is good in the long. So, does that mean does every like wide shot in multicam sitcoms? Those are not always good. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, of course. But it's it's better to do a wide shot because you get the person saying it and the reaction yeah. in the same shot, which is what's funny. It's mm -hmm. it's good for comedic actors to be able to play off each other like yeah. that. Uh, unless you're Jim Halpert and you're making a face. You're making faces at the... Mm. What an asshole. Fuck Jim Halpert. Fuck that Halpert. guy. <laughs> a quiet now. place? I got a quiet place for you. Where is Six it? feet underground. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, we got Jim Halpert. He's... What? 
Why are you uh, so mad? James. Just call him James from now on. James Halbert, you're an enemy of chance planning now. I got so worked up. <laughs> He's an enemy now yeah. of us. Do we have an official enemies list? His wife is okay, though. It, he's on the jack list, where he's jack listed from us talking about Ooh, him anymore. I like that. Also, the jack list is for unproduced Jackie Chan movies yeah. that we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> <laughs> that are very promising. Um, what else is there to talk about this? We've kind of gone over it with Snake and Eagles. Uh, let's talk about that last fight scene. Because that's a third of the movie is a fight scene. Yeah, that's a, it's a yeah. pretty cool uh, set piece. So, so, like, the setup so for I it. Was... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Jared. Oh, I was maybe confused. Maybe maybe I should... You, you do the setup. I'm going to tell you what I'm confused about. Okay. So what I think the setup is that the this Japanese school uh, pretty much just wants every other kung fu school in the area to go under their name so that they can yeah. be the predominant. They want a monopoly on kung fu. The Ray Kroc, the whatever, Ray Kroc, or the McDonald's guy yeah. of kung fu schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like hold this hearing. I guess it's like a uh, some sort of meeting with all the schools mm-hmm. where he uh, gives them this decree. It'd be like, fight, uh, ter- uh, name yourselves after us or die, something like that. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. if you will have like, if you beat us, then then we'll change our name. That's a very confident move. If any of you beat us. We'll change our name to. That's to pretty yours. cool. That's pretty bold. Um, and this Japanese school also has the backing of the entire military. Yeah. In the area. Yeah. Because Japan has raided and. Yeah. They they are they're king they're king pops Cause, at this point because they're bad. Yeah. Pretty. So we, we get yeah we get thirty minutes of, uh, kind of just every principal character fighting each other which is very dragon ball z ish to me mm-hmm. in my mind yeah uh but i guess rather dragon ball z is very this concept because it came 20 years before sure yeah <laughs> um and it's uh the fighting is I, I would say the fighting in this movie especially in the scene is very competent and then sometimes good but it's, it's rarely ever excellent well okay bef- before this there's also a moment where they do like a spartacus thing which I thought was very weird. Yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, it's very strange that they like straight up stole from Spartacus. <laughs> do you do you think that it's actually taken from them? I don't or? know. Cause it's a very specific thing, but it's also sort of a. I don't think you could happen upon the the. I'm sure um, everyone in the film world knows about Stanley Kubrick. I think Spartacus is 1960. Yeah. The, yeah. The weird, the funny thing about that scene is it's he's just like, he comes and he's looking for them and he's like, oh, you guys are rebels, and mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, come look inside, see that we're not rebels, and he just like walks through the aisles of like, like fifty people, a hundred people, and I don't know what he's looking for. Yeah. Like, what is he looking to find and be like, aha, I knew you guys were rebels. They're just, like, standing there in, in lines. I, I don't understand what he would be looking for. I don't know. <laughs> the plot of this movie fluctuates wildly between understanding that it doesn't need a plot mm-hmm. and then sometimes really wanting to have something substantive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, um, so at, at the end, when, when they're fighting and, like, the first school says, we're not going to do this, 
and the their master their their best fighter gets beat um and he's just like oh go go think about it do when they go to leave the japanese school just like wholesale like just murders yeah them, right yeah just all of just, them yeah that's how my people do <laughs> so he cold blood so this movie is like really painting uh the japanese in a very like taking taking it at the time it mm-hmm. kind of says a lot about the feelings in the hong kong cinema world about the japanese oh yeah people like oh for sure absolutely it like like there is no point where the japanese fight fair like are honorable <laughs> do anything right it just like really sh- shines a light on like feelings at that time and their era. women show their underwear yeah when they kiss honorable women <laughs> their women show no honor <laughs> um, he, the, he, like he threw a napkin out or a plate out yeah, to, and perfectly to slip, slip him up i mean yeah the cultural it was pretty cool i don't know what the <laughs> exactly the cultural feelings were in in hong kong around this time but i know like historically not good not not great chinese japanese <laughs> relations as as i've said on this podcast previously it is a tenuous history between the two yes. to put it lightly yes. <laughs> japan and the rest of asia are definitely not on good terms uh, historically um, yeah, especially like a lot of the post World War Two stuff. Considering, woof, woof, sorry. There, there wasn't Oof, a sorry. real um, sort of, at least as, as far as I'm concerned, uh, apology for the atrocities that Japanese committed against the Chinese during yeah. during uh, World War Two, um, and since they pretty much unconditionally surrendered. I think the U.S. kind of let them off the hook, relative oh, absolutely to we did. relative to what happened with uh, Germany and the Nuremberg trials. Like, I don't think anything like that happened with Japan. Hmm. We took away their; they can never have an army. That was the we thing. Are, right. We also dropped two of the atomic bombs. On yes. <laughs> yeah. But that was more for for our purposes. For <laughs> yeah. They kind of came out of the uh, out of World War. We. To to get into geopolitical history explaining right now, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this recently. We kind of did ja- Japan a huge favor by saying that they couldn't uh, ha- have a military anymore because they put all of their money into technology. Yeah, they didn't have to spend billions or trillions of dollars on fielding an army. We would do it for them, and the other United Nations would do it for them. And then they whooped our ass. Yeah, and then they took over our. Uh, they import so they export so many things to the world and they win and we lose mm-hmm. so really who's the winner of world yeah War II? they have anime us. we won we won but we won yeah where would we i guess the real winner is anybody who's watching yuri on ice right now. yeah so the world is winning what is yuri on ice oh it's jordan that i haven't seen jordan <laughs> jordan jordan i don't i don't watch anime I, I've never really been into it. Uh, it's, not, I, it's a very gay ice skating anime. It's really good. People like, like it. Like very happy? No, 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 no. It's called Yuri. Yuri is, um, is supposed to be like lesbian anime, but it's about it's, gay men. Yeah. Well, so it's Yuri Yow. is the name of the, the person in it, but it's also a word, I think, in, to represent a certain genre of 
uh, manga and lady anime. On lady. Yeah, that's it's lady that's on lady, lady, on lady <laughs> stuff. Um, you should watch it, Jordan. You'd like it. Yeah, I think you'd probably like it. It's got good relationships. I may, and I maybe I will. My how hero Jackademia. Uh, <laughs> that's a know, probably Crunchyroll. Might be on Amazon. I don't know. Do you have Crunchyroll, Sunny? Yeah. Is it worth it? I think so. My girlfriend watches more anime than I do. Really? Yeah. That's cool. My girlfriend won't watch any anime because <laughs> she says that cartoons are for babies. Did she say she say anime more like wanime? Yeah, that's exactly what she says. Whack. That's why I've heard her say that. She has said that. She still calls it Japanimation. <laughs> um. So. In the final scene of this movie, we as we were talking about, there's that sit down where it's everyone listen to me, like everyone take our name, or we'll kill you. But if you beat us, we'll take your name. There's a round robin fight scene of, huh, all the masters fight. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And then Jackie fights the Japanese master, and it's pretty violent. I thought that was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That so was a good I thought it fight was cool. Scene. So Jackie beats his daughter, uh, kills yeah. him, kills her presumably. She she looks like she's dead. She she, she gets like, kicked in the tits a lot. She's some titty kicks. Yeah. She looks she she gives the uh, the international sign of dead, which is she picks her uh, head up one last time and then drops it down. Because yeah. uh, it's like <laughs> that. Then you know they're dead. <laughs> yeah. And so the master who Japanese master who's her dad fights Jackie, and he does not fight fair. No. He doesn't fight He's fair. Not, he doesn't fight fair. He he gets goons to try and jump Jackie with katanas. There's also a point w- where Jackie does the fist of fury thing and it doesn't do anything. Nope. Like typically that's a move I that got- ends the fight, but then they just like keep going for another ten minutes. Yeah, see, see, here's the thing: at the end of the day, the the fist of fury doesn't work, so he has to stoop down and use a katana to beat the Japanese yeah. uh, person. So it proves that. The fist of fury is not what matters. Yeah. It's it's just getting down to the other person's level. <laughs> yeah, I had a thought about that. The way he kills him, he ends up so to to spoil to spoil the end to yeah. talk about the end. He's about to be stabbed by the Japanese master's katana, but he sees a katana that's on the floor, and he uses his feet and stabs him instead. Mm-hmm. He like yeah chimpanzees the sword up and stabs that, him through. That the was chest. actually cool. I like that. I think it is cool, <laughs> but. In movies that are heavily action based, I don't like there to be happenstance kills like that mm. as for the main boss, so to speak. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to see my main characters' training actually pay off, mm-hmm. and they win the fight in a way that is demonstrative of their journey. Yeah. So, so that is. So I think that's where it gets good. Like once this genre gets to a good place, I think that's what we see. But I think at this low, like, this is one of the first movies. Like, this is, like, at the beginning of that genre. So you're you're dealing with movies that haven't fleshed out that idea. In a movie that came out 10 years later, 15 years later, the Japanese uh, master would have won, would have tried to stab him, and Jackie, like, moved out of the way and then fist of furied him. Like... And beaten the sword with his hands, but like, this is a this is a, a different. This is when they're still learning the craft. Storytelling hadn't caught up yet. Yeah, yeah. And this, I mean, this movie had a pretty unconvincing training montage. 
Ooh, bad one. Yeah. It, I, I think this, that middle part of the movie, I thought that Jackie's rousing speech was cool when he was like, like, you can, like, you can break one of these, you can break two of these. Yeah. But like, like, try and break this whole, what was it? Chopsticks? They they were chopsticks? I think so. Like, like a whole handful of chopsticks, like try and break them all at the same yeah. time, and I bet you can't. Isn't, I thought it was a pretty cool speech. Yeah. Isn't that in like, isn't that in a movie where someone has a bundle of sticks? It's definitely a familiar it's, thing. Yeah, I, I maybe it's in a Disney movie, or maybe it's in uh, maybe it's in like Mulan. Pa- maybe it's like the Patriot. Yeah, it's in Mulan. <laughs> uh, I don't remember it from the Patriot. I I don't think that's a I don't think that's a real thing. Okay, I was from, that... from the Patriots. But this movie definitely yeah. didn't make it up. No, it's a it's probably a thing like it's obviously individually we are weak, but together we're strong. Sure, yeah. That's the that's the metaphor. I thought it was cool and he did like he like drew the the sign of the, the school on his on his chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His impeccably like, I, ripped. I thought torso. it was a good coming out part. It's a good coming out party and scene for Jackie Chan as like the new Bruce Lee. It's is, like it is Jackie hotter in this, or is he hotter in Rumble in the Bronx? Uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, I don't like his haircut and and his his earlier movies. His nose looks bigger in this movie too. Do you think he got Maybe. a nose job also? Uh, no, I know. I, I think his nose looks pretty big now still. It does. His, something about his face in this is just it's off. Yeah. It, he, it's just because we're used to seeing him post surgery. I think. Yeah. Uh, and he had better haircuts. Yeah. Better, better framing of his face. Yeah, but he's but he's at that prime youth. So that that sleek youth. Yeah. What was I saying about ripe? That 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 he was ripe. Oh, please don't say it ever. He's again. so ripe. He's such a Ugh. ripe boy at this point. <laughs> ripe from smoking cigarettes all day and living in an apartment in Hong Kong. Yeah. Fresh like a peach. <laughs> Um, but I, I I thought I thought the middle was kind of like the beginning was okay. The middle of this movie was not really much like I don't know. It was just a lot of fluff. That it, it had like it had like an interesting beginning, an interesting end, book ended by a lot of fluff mm-hmm. and like kind of nonsense. Yeah. Um, were you guys caught off guard how the movie? ends as they run out of yeah. the building yes, and Jackie shot to death. This, this movie ended, <laughs> I, I wanted to say, in like the craziest, unexpected way. They really emphasized like, it, too. They played it twice. <sighs> and I thought they were going to like... Su- I thought it was going to be like... So so I guess to, to tell the audience. Yeah. So the, the they beat the Japanese uh, school. They're walking out. Jackie and the brother... Um, the uh the the chubby brother are being like carried out of the school because they won they're triumphant and you come out and then the general or the police uh whoever the general of the japanese military is um he is in the bushes with a bunch of military men and they all have rifles and they're like oh it looks like the japanese school lost and then they start opening fire on all of the surviving yeah. people and they just literally just kill everyone like and that's and then it goes the end it just says the end from that no epilogue as we've discussed <laughs> in these movies no 
That's the end. No, but but we know. Like, we know that they just, like, killed them and game over. Uh, uh, that whole town is devoid of, uh, of martial people. artists forever. <laughs> is, is that then supposed to then be... If this is supposed to be semi-historical or something, is that supposed to be... Um, we get a moral victory before the impending actual doom of what happened, sort of showing... If we're talking about China, it's sort of like a Chinese nationalistic thing where we, def- in the fight that was fair, we won. Yeah. But in the fight that was unfair, we were vanquished. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that's. That. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's probably a hundred. It's very much the for. the ending of Night of the Living Dead, but for China. Last Samurai too. I suppose no. Not I don't really. know what the ending. <laughs> I don't remember the ending. I've never seen the Last Samurai. Okay, that movie gets hate, as it probably should. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. How does that end? Oh, I remember the ending. So he they they fire uh, a Gatling gun on samurais with horses. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a cool concept for a... It, yeah. I, I think that The Last Samurai, people think that Tom Cruise is supposed to be The Last Samurai, and maybe he is. But I almost think they're using samurai as plural. Mm. Right. Where it's the end of the Edo period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where technology has made this code of honor and warfare meaningless. That makes sense. Are you talking about are you talking about The Last Jedi? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best movie I've ever seen and I think everyone should love it. <laughs> um, let's do our um, Jack did, okay, before we actually give this Jackie's out of tr- how many how many Jackie Chan doesn't want any troubles, I would say that Jackie Chan did want trouble in this movie because he's he a thief. Definitely wanted yeah. trouble. Yeah, and then he nunchucks. instigates. He like started those that fight with those two Japanese guys right. for like no reason. He hates them. He's because he's racist. Yeah. Or he's that they they say throughout the movie that he hates the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Also, are none. But that's a good thing in like the movie terms. Right. Like, yeah. it's a positive. And when it came out, that's, like, not a negative. The xenophobia is good. Yeah. Are... Were you going to say something? Are nunchucks a real weapon? When I was younger, I always, I always thought nunchucks were, like, a toy. Um, they're, they're, like, fast clubs. Yeah. I think they're a real weapon. I think, like, because I always... They always seem to me just, like, as a, th- a thing to show off how fast you are at spinning them around. Soul Calibur wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> that's that's until you get hit in the face with one. Sure. Like, oh, if hurt. you're good at using the nunchucks, there, are, I, I'm sure it's a hard skill to master and get good with them. And I think the good thing about nunchucks is they have the chain, so that you can like wrap one around a sword and like use it yeah, to like pin down someone's weapon. I think that they're like a good I think there were a lot of fights back then when hand to hand combat was more prevalent that you wanted to end without it being a fatal fight necessarily. Right. So you would use things like kendo sticks or uh like poles or nunchak nunchaku. Yeah. Um but Bruce Lee the reason why those nunchucks are in there is cuz Bruce Lee very famously has the best nunchuck yeah, skills. Yeah, that's ever. true. He's very good at them. He's incredible. Or at the time, it, it blew my mind. And there's probably like anything now. There's like probably some five-year-old Chinese kid. <laughs> and I say that because I've watched that video of a toddler that's as good, good as, as nunchucks as Bruce Lee. Yeah. 
So maybe that is kind of like another point in this movie, the difference between the Chinese and the Japanese. The Chinese, they use nunchucks, they fight non-fatally, and the Japanese are quick to take out swords. That's interesting too, George. Maybe. They need every advantage. Or or they they almost dehumanize who they're like. They they don't care about if they kill Mm -hmm. the person or they just beat or humiliate the person. They're willing to do whatever, and the Chinese want, just want to have an honorable fight Maybe. between two people. I can see that for sure. All right. Um, that's, I think, been our review of Fist of Fury, New Fist of Fury, unless anyone has anything more. We can go to the final grades now. No, I, I, think, we're, I think I'm ready for final yeah, grades. Yeah, let's get into it. Cool. Uh, what do you give it, George? So, uh, so, like I said before, I think the, the beginning is pretty interesting. I was, like, interested to hear more about the, the struggle between the Chinese and the Japanese and meet these new characters. Uh, the end, I think, I think the ending fight is pretty cool. I like the round-robin kind of aspect of it. I, I just think it's a, it's a cool ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably, but the, the middle, I just kind of was not about at all. Yeah. I'd give it, like, a 1.5. Like, I, I thought Whoa, it was 1. 1. 1.5 or 2. I, I'll give it a two, I, okay. honestly, because, like, I don't know, I I think a movie, it didn't really capture my attention in the middle, and it just kind of made the ending, I think I would have enjoyed the ending more if I had enjoyed the middle more. Mm. It would have been building up to something cooler. But. Okay. Um, what about you, Sonny? Uh, I was going to give it, like, a 2.5. Uh, I think it's it's harder to kind of rate these earlier Jackie Chan movies because it it definitely feels like they're figuring out what to do with yeah. him. Um, like the acting is super bad, but I think Jackie uh, he does enough with a role that's pretty sparse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the fight scenes are pretty good; they're well choreographed. They do a lot of that thing that I um, learned about in that the art of action comedy video um, we gotta review that yeah one we day. gotta do that but they do this thing that, where they that's a great breakdown they do uh instead of like cuts the cut array cut to different angles of a fight whenever like a punch is thrown they cut through to a close-up with a punch landing and i think mm-hmm. that happens a lot in this movie and it looks really cool um yeah so yeah 2.5 uh i'm gonna give it honestly i'm gonna give it three two five. Oh, nice yeah i um I know story-wise this movie is pretty okay and then pretty bad at other times. And the fighting isn't amazing, but I think it gave me... This was one of those movies when I was watching it where I said, this is a movie. Mm -hmm. This is like a movie that was shot and they had (laughs) people working on set and they did multiple takes. And there was direction involved. And I think that even though it's not the best use of Jackie Chan, and I might not really recommend someone to watch this Jackie Chan movie, aside from the fact that it's so weird that it exists, yeah. uh, it, I, it didn't really do anything terrible. Like, a lot of these early movies, I think, have things that are just awful, awful, awful. And this, in my brain, did everything passably. So I can't give it less than a three. Mm-hmm. And the little bit of stuff with... Uh, the Japanese imperialism was a little bit of spice that I don't think needed to be on it, but made it an interesting movie. Yeah, I agree. So I'll give this a three, two, five. And I don't even think I like it more than snake and Eagle shadow or drunken master. Mm-hmm. 
but I might be giving it a higher score just because I think as an overall movie this is a better this is a better crafted movie. So I okay. probably put this at okay. number two amongst those three with Drunken Master. Drunken being, Master, one. yeah. I I would I would also agree with that. I think Drunken Master has the most interesting villains and the most interesting story uh, out of all of those. Uh, it definitely has the best kind of like training and middle section of the three of those. Yeah. So all I think all around just a better movie, but. Yeah, that's cool. Um, there's some weird... He does a lot of really weird like things with ghosts around this time, where he fights ancestors and things. Hmm. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Like, that, between the two of them? Yeah. Let me, read the off a, of them? let me read off a couple of these for you. Um, I was watching one just for fun, because I hate myself, <laughs> uh, a little <laughs> while ago. So he does one called... Where are we? Um... Spiritual Kung Fu is one of them. Magnificent Bodyguards is one of them. And 36 Crazy Fists is one of them. Mm. There's a lot of weird stuff that starts happening with... Did, with didn't this. we almost watch Spiritual Kung Fu and then we couldn't find it? Or or we just didn't want to. We wanted to watch something else. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> um... You guys, I just realized something. I could have done a different song for instead of the Beach Boy song because we talk so much Bruce Lee. Could have used Tenacious D's Lee oh, for this. W- Talking fucking yeah, Lee. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll be when we do uh, Fist of Fury. Oh yeah, because he. Jackie's I mean, I mean, uh, the yeah, the one that he's in. Well, yeah, later down the road, I like that idea. That's fun. Um, so that's been our review. You guys ready to? jack off yeah i i don't like that I, i'm not i'm not on i'm not on board with that sound well right before we say say the name yeah say it say what the name is what so right before we talk about how we're gonna jack off yeah okay i don't i not on board all right i was the winner last week so it was jordan versus sunny in a head-to-head much up mm-hmm. um Let's start with this one. Uh, I am, I am one of the greatest hardcore wrestlers of all time. Jack Foley, Chankind. No. Oh Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Uh, that's a good one though, Sonny. Actually, there will be an addendum to this episode. <laughs> what? Where, while Sonny was not correct, I like it so much, and it was so close to where I was thinking, Sonny will be rewarded one point regardless. Nice. Okay. <laughs> addendum. What is <laughs> this? This is ridiculous. All right, next. Um, I am one of Mick Foley's alter egos. Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. No one said it yet. Cactus Jack. Nope, not there yet. Think about what you're saying. Jack this Jack? Yes, Sonny has... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is correct. It is Jack this Jack. Oh, my God. I feel real dumb. So, because of Sonny getting his addendum and getting it on the second try and there being two Jacks, Sonny is up. 
four points to nothing after that. Oh my god. <laughs> That's how you wow. play chance play. Okay. Alright. Wait, wouldn't that be three points? No, because he there's it's a Wait, double. no, it might even be five points. No, oh, I got no. it on the second one it's... now. You got it on the second one, and there's only one jack. There's only one non-jack already. Fine, you, you get three can... points, Sonny. Okay. Jordan, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> you get three points. Okay. I am one of the earlier, uh, I guess, perpetrators of rando comedy. Chandy Sandberg. No, but I like where your head's at. Rando comedy. I'll continue. Yeah. I had a show on MTV2 for four or five seasons. Human Jai Chant? No, but again, good idea. I wouldn't say they're rando comedy. Lastly, and this Jackass! No, but again, I like where your head's at. These are, it's good to give Okay, here's it, and it's, it's gonna be a race to do it, I think. I got bees on my head. Chandy Milanakis. Chandy Sam. Ah, I was gonna say Chandy Sandberg, but I met in yeah. my head, I knew it was Andy Milanakis. Chandy Milanakis. Damn. Good work, Sonny. Sonny with the draw. Uh, so Sonny's four or up five four. seasons. Wow. He had a bunch. I thought it was shorter than that. No. Yeah. But, but if I had said three, would you have gotten it anyway? What do you mean? Would you have thought Chandy Milanakis if I said three seasons? No. Uh, no. But if you had, <laughs> if you had given other clues. Yeah. And then lastly. Different clues <laughs> that I knew. <laughs> okay. I enjoy writing songs about... California. Chantony Kiedis. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my, oh my god. god, Sonny. Sonny, this is this is a beating. <laughs> Seven to nothing. Damn. Wow, Sonny. Jordan, you're never gonna pick <laughs> I I really I really don't think I will. <laughs> I only got wow, that one because it was one of the ones I considered when I made. Oh, okay. The, the, next, the next quote was going to be, sometimes this person feels that he doesn't have a partner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, when you said that, I was thinking of Jack Johnson. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. that's fair, but... He, he sings songs about California, right? Probably. The sure. third one was going to be, Jordan tried to tweet at this person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you forgot the word, the word unsuccessfully in there. No, I didn't. <laughs> or maybe I didn't. <laughs> um, I guess that's it for us this episode, guys. This was a good app. Yeah. We went back to our roots. We went as far away from Jackie Chan as we could to then go to uh, the, the beginnings, to the yeah. Empire Strikes Back of him. Sonny, what, what? are you picking? <laughs> uh, I was thinking of doing uh, Operation Condor. The, uh, nice. Let's do the it. second Armor of God movie. Let's do it. Oh, cool. Oh, so it's it's a straight I think it's sequel. A straight sequel. This it's one's got Nazis not. in it. <laughs> Let's do it. It it's just it's just another one of those like we made a completely different Possible. movie and we called it a yeah. sequel. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. I, uh, hey, I'm on board. Cool. Let me make sure there's no Jackie Chan news, like he didn't die overnight or something <laughs> like that. Because we didn't have any. Okay, Jackie Chan. Oh, look, I accidentally Googled Jackie Chab. Hmm. Don't don't you have don't you have your alert set up? Wouldn't this be like the first thing that you woke up to this morning? No, it's still stuff about Jackie Chan's daughter is mostly filling the news, which is fair. Yeah, but that's my point. If, if he died overnight, I think it would show up. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I would probably have a bunch of people texting me. Also, it would also be probably ma- massive international news. We would have gotten one of those. Um, like a push notification about yeah. Jackie Chan had yeah. died. See, that's the nice thing. When you do something like this, your friends will always message you whenever they see. Like, I've had people, like, when something Jackie Chan related was trending, like, send me a link to it. Other than YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to the nice friends who send me nice messages about how they like this podcast. That's good. Yeah. So. Thank, thank you, people. That's always nice. Yeah, it's cool. It, it's a, it is honestly, to not be down on ourselves and our weird product, it is interesting when we put out a podcast at 6 a.m. and then at 7 a.m. I see that like eight or nine people have decided to start their day by listening. Yeah. <laughs> that feels weird and I don't, and none of them are our girlfriends. Yeah. Or they're not our loved ones. Mm. They they would definitely Yeah, they would 100%. Girlfriends. They hear enough of our nonsense on a daily basis. Yeah, so that people that don't have to deal with us, <laughs> like, are listening is cool. So thank you. And uh, follow us on IT- on uh, Twitter. Uh, listen, like, watch out for our Facebook things. Look out for us on Reddit. Um, I'm going to be hitting that Twitter real hard soon. Uh, everybody with my silly puns. Mm-hmm. Getting the Jack News out there. Yeah. Sending out pictures of porn girls. Because well. I think you can do that on Twitter. <laughs> can you do that? Uh yeah, I think so. Would it be would it be on brand for me to make our Twitter or the Twitter that I run like one third Jackie Chan and like two thirds pictures of WWE women wrestlers? Well, one uh... one third NBA <laughs> players, just random NBA players, and then the other third yeah. would be the WWE women wrestlers. I'll have post pictures of Zundra Silskowskis, Nia Jax, and power bombing Nia people. Jax. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, well, we're Jack. We're chance planning the Jackie Chan podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Music. Music. Fat, 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 fat,